Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. Uh, the date is May 1st, uh, 2022. Uh, May the 1st be with you. There you go. We did it. We're nerds. Um, but yeah, um, let's see. No real food corner from last episode to now, really. Um, I will say um, beverage corner, bevy update, I guess, life thing. I don't know. Um I went back to Coffee Mate Creamer, not liking it. Um, I was at a Kroger in the morning, you know, doing my stuff, running my errands. Um, and, you know, I go to get creamer and they were out of what I wanted. So I was like, all right, I guess I got to go back to Coffee Mate, which I kind of already knew I wasn't going to like. But yeah, like it, it's weird how it just like kind of turns my coffee into like the taste of pencil lead. Very odd. Um, but, you know, we sally forth. I uh, got some news, got some updates for you. Uh, we can get into it. Um, this is an update um, in the situation in Myanmar a little bit, at least with Ansu Chi. Um, I got this from Reuters. But Myanmar Su Chi handed five-year jail term uh, for graft, like corruption, uh, things of that nature. Uh, also, apparently, that's like just kind of the tip of the iceberg. Uh, The combined amount of the charges that they have against her are, like, 190 years, about. Um, Also, I think the proceedings that went down for this were, like, um, like, there was no press, no nothing. It was, like, super hyper-private. I think the person who even, like, let out any details about it, like, you know, they had their identity. Uh, But essentially, they sat down, took, like, a few minutes and you know yeah boom you're you're going to jail and um she said she's going to appeal uh but of course it still doesn't look really good now also there's you know for those who haven't really heard much about the situation in Myanmar essentially there was like a coup um that happened I want to say was it either last year 2020 but um just an overturning of the government um they were like a, a new democracy and um or they were, you know, democracy, they were trying to, you know, develop, grow, do that. Didn't really work out in the situation after this coup. This junta has kind of just been in charge, been in power. Um, and one of the first things they did was uh, lock up on Suchi. Um, now, up until this point, she has been like on a house arrest. It's not been determined whether or not that's going to stay that way. Um, you know, we'll see and keep you updated. Um, she also hasn't been able to get like much visitation or anything like that from outside sources um so that's a shame hopefully that will change but you know who knows the junta there's definitely been ruling with like an iron fist you know you know gunning down protesters doing like you know more or less mass killings um you know i've been hearing updates and stuff kind of you know throughout the months uh people are still resisting like the people are still fighting back um but you know that it's like an ongoing thing and definitely hard crackdown stuff like that um so i wanted to talk about that real quick cover that um let's see also there's another update i got this from npr um dhs secretary uh department of homeland security uh Mayorkas faces a partisan divide over Title 42 and Capitol Hill hearings. Um, essentially, the Title 42 uh, situation 
is kind of like a circumvention of the law that they have at the border. Um, and it's also been kind of called the Remain in Mexico. Um, I think Bill Law. Um, but essentially, this whole situation was taking migrants who were trying to come through and just immediately kicking them back out. Um, and I mean, we also have like a holding area for them, but like it's filled up, it's at capacity. Um, I think they said it can hold about 32,000 people, but there's like over 200,000, I think already like reported. So they're just at a maximum and they were trying to get it lifted. I believe it's set to lift at May the end of this month, May 23rd, but, um, there's been pushback, I guess, from judges um, also, you know, Republicans or whatever, you know, are saying like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And it's kind of weird, too, because it seems like Title 42 is really not exactly helpful for keeping out migrants. Like the situation is there's like an immediate turnaround and then there's reported cases of people trying like multiple times just to immediately just come back. Um, so, I mean, granted, not to say that I want to see people charged and things like that. But um, it just it's really funny how like Republican narratives can kind of like latch onto things and go, oh, OK, we're going to make this seem as real bad, as bad as possible. We got to make sure that the Biden administration, the Democrats look bad as hell, even though both sides are doing the same thing. Like they are really trying to crack down on, you know, illegal migration and they always have their reasons like, oh, what about the drugs, the cartels, um, yada, yada, yada. But, um, yeah it's it's definitely a gross situation i personally would like to see it lifted because it's just such a weird um like what is it i'm trying to think of the word i'm kind of spacing here um like law bill change amendment um and it's like it's not helping anything it was there you know the idea was there is like a trump policy you know trying to like you know help with covid and containment and yada 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 but it was just an enforcement law that they wanted to put up to keep immigration out to keep migrants out um and i mean it was kind of not set to be there for long and it's gone on for way too long so um also i mean that's you know led to the whole incident that we did cover where they were at the border like pretty much trying to whip people away like she was wild um so, you know, I would like to see less of that as much as we can. Avoid that, please. Um, I'm so sorry for the scratchy voice. I got a little throat thing or something going on. I don't know yet. Hopefully it's nothing major. Um, let's see. Uh, the next article I got, I got it from Reuters. Uh, and this is kind of a walk back for me. Um, I kind of was putting the cart before the horse, if you will. Um the app before the marketplace. I don't know. I'm trying to get nerdy here with the, the setup. But essentially, let's read the title. Uh, Musk gets Twitter for $44 billion to cheers and fears of free speech plan. Um, essentially, I mean, this is a update from the Musk uh, hostile takeover, if you will. Uh, where I kind of left it off was it was... Uh, Twitter saying, okay, we're going to do like a poison pill, quote unquote, and we're going to dilute our stock shares and make it harder for him to buy it out. Um, but I guess there was pushback to that and, or maybe they all just decided, oh, wait, he got the money together. He's actually showing us like, let's just take the money. Um, so he took the money. <laughs> um, 
so essentially it's 44 billion uh and he's set to acquire uh twitter <laughs> kind of just like that it's kind of weird but um you know essentially he is he has said a lot you know things he wants to have happen um in the post he's also said some like things like just more kind of like poking things i guess show spread awareness quote unquote like he posted a picture with um the app store marketplace and it had um true social at the top and then it had like twitter under it somewhere i think it was second or whatever and he's like you know true social is a more downloaded app in the um itunes store or the apple store whatever whatever the app store i'm an android user sorry um but um you know, like, and he was, like, posing it like it's, like, a big deal, and, like, you know, of course, I had a bunch of reacts, follows, yada, 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 um, you know, he's definitely still active, still tweeting, um, which, you know, makes sense, it's, it's your, it's your toy now, you pretty much own it, right, um, it had, has also come out, I think, was it Wednesday, that the judge who initially, like, said, hey, you know, it was, um, yeah, the federal judge who more or less set up the whole uh, settlement for the Security and Exchange Commission and the whole, um, what is it, the Twitter babysitter that he has to have from Tesla and he had to step down. Also, a um, uh, correction, I think I had set a way lower number in the settlement. I, it actually was $20 million settlement for the whole um, fraud tweet thing that he did with the whole like 420 private buyout bullshit um oh and also i don't know if i mentioned it too in previous episodes uh elon musk is going to make twitter private so i mean that's kind of a big deal um but i mean it makes sense because obviously then he would have full control over it no one's going to tell him what to do with the product and the idea is i'm going to make the product better with my leadership um so i mean we'll see i mean he said a lot of things that i really doubt he will actually put the effort to make happen. Um, you know, it's obviously noted he has a, a lot of other ventures. He has SpaceX. He has Tesla. Um, you know, it, it does kind of just feel like it's a Bezos kind of play where I want to have a news source, a news outlet, and I deem Twitter the best one because it's funky and quirky, just like me. Um, so, yeah, you know, interesting news. Um, I kind of got roasted by one of my coworkers because um, they'll always ask me, like, oh, what did you cover this week? And uh, the previous week or whatever, I had said Elon Musk. like, man, you talk about him a lot, huh? I was like, yeah, I guess I do, huh? I guess I fucking do. But I don't know. That's just a hater in me. At the end of the day, um, I, do, <clears throat> I do find this all kind of interesting, you know, what people do with money. Obviously, it's a very interesting discourse among people, um, you know what they think about it and what the feature of their their maybe their favorite social media app is um but yeah oh also i got a little bit of extra help from this other i don't know what it's called mashable india um that was just for the whole uh judge thing or whatever um for the security exchange commission thing we can move on now um let's see let's see let's see uh biden pardons former Secret Service agent and two others. Um, Associated Press. Uh, I really do kind of feel like this is like more of a charm campaign from old Joe. 
uh, with midterms coming up, you got to try to say you did something. So I think he, yeah, he commuted the sentences of 75 other people on top of the three. Um, but there were no, like the big ones were a uh, Secret Service agent uh, who was convicted of federal bribery charges. Um, I guess he tried to sell an agency file, like a Secret Service file. And uh, two people were convicted on a drug-related charge, but went on to become pillars of their community. Well, I guess he was in jail. Um, and then apparently, like, in the, the trial, he had, like, a hung jury one time, and they tried him again. And he was convicted, but, like, they were, the prosecution, like, told people to lie. Like, it was pretty crazy. Uh, his name is Abraham Bolden Sr., 86. Uh, which is also kind of sad, too, is, like, the people who are kind of mentioned here were people who had full sentences, more or less, and, like, at the end of it, you know, they'd already been trying to get off of COVID, and then Biden's like, okay, I'll write you off, Jack. So, you know, I guess better late than never, right? But, um, you know. Uh, and then also, it's a cruel irony, because, like, you know, old crime bill Joe, like, he's definitely been, you know a person who literally pushed a crime bill that just was doing some draconian shit to minorities. Um, but hey, it be like that. The 90s, what can you say? Um, let's see, another person was Betty Jo Bogans, 51. Uh, she was convicted in 1998 of possession with intent to distribute crack cocaine in Texas. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty wild. Um, but I mean, once again, it was probably a sentence that was way more severe at the time that it just didn't need to be for what it was. Um, so, you know, there's that. Um, lastly, not least, we'll get a little international, um, really cringy, but, um, got this from the NBC news. It's actually, I think it popped up on my radar. It might've been this weekend. I think I might've heard about it. Yeah. I mean, this story just dropped on this on NBC today. But um, UK lawmaker resigns after watching porn in Parliament. So yeah, I think it went down, but he actually like resigned like this weekend or something. Uh, but his name is Neil Parrish. Uh, he's been a member of Parliament since 2010, um, and he said he he described it as a moment of madness. Uh, Neil Parrish, 65 years old, um, but essentially. Um, he says he was looking at tractors. He was trying to look for a tractor website. You see, you understand? And he just fooled around on accident, I guess, clicked the wrong link. I don't know. Wrong suggestion on Google. Um, and next thing you know, he's looking at porn and that's no good. But then there's a second time you see, and, uh, that was his bad. That was, that was deliberate. He said, and that was deliberate, he said. Um, So, I mean, he got caught doing it. I think there was multiple women who noticed it and, like, said something. Um, And then after that, it came out. He wasn't going to um, resign. I think he was just going to apologize. But I think apparently there is a push because um, Britain is going to hold local elections May 5th. So they really didn't want any, like, sleaze allegations on their jacket. And they're like, you got to get out of here, bub. And I guess he just said, okay, Roger Wilco. Um, They don't say that in UK, but I don't know, whatever. Um, Also, this article does kind of mention the whole backlash that 
Boris Johnson went through. I haven't really covered that on the podcast. It's kind of slipped by with the whole Ukraine stuff. But um, pretty much he got in trouble for partying. And this was during, you know, COVID lockdown at the peak. He, as his administration, set up these, you know, pretty intense lockdown things. Like, they were protocols, they were policies. You could get fined, you could get in trouble um, for breaking them. And people weren't able to see their families. Uh, I mean, you were there, you lived through 2020. Um, So, essentially, during this whole time, though, there were, like, a couple of times, at least, that it was reported and recorded that Boris Johnson and, you know, people of his staff were, you know, having little work parties, little get-togethers. And the one of the big ones was his birthday party. And he, you know, stops by, you know, has some cake, yada, yada, yada. And more or less, he's been trying to play all that fucking down and not make it a big deal. But meanwhile, people of his own party are screaming at him, yelling at him, making fun of him. Um, he's just getting it from the right and the left. Um not that I feel bad for him. Uh, <laughs> Boris Johnson's, he's a piece of character, okay? I'll say that much. Tories are interesting. Um, but yeah, so I mean, this is just something that they wanted to dodge in terms of the whole Neil Parrish uh, <laughs> porn madness. <laughs> but um, yeah, crazy business. I uh, kind of wanted to end with some levity, even though I will say, obviously, you know, I completely understand if you are a person male, female, whatever, you see this shit and you're uncomfortable, like, yeah, you should be. That's fine to be uncomfortable and say something about it. Good that you, good that they did, um, you know, because the shit shouldn't just be some old boys club bullshit, like, oh, it's this natural stuff. Sorry he wanted to kill some time. Like, no, 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 no. That's fucking gross. You didn't have to do that. In fact, it's really weird that, like, you know, because I guess it's, like, the weird setup of their, their parliament. Like, I think they were sitting on this, like, known thing called like the green bench or something yeah um but it's like there's a lot of wait time a lot of downtime um but that doesn't mean you should be lounging going to sleep well you know pulling a ted cruz looking at your twitter like you know that shit's weird it's lame don't do that do your job you're making a lot of money right (laughs) um but yeah on that note um we're gonna call it an episode uh thanks for sticking by i'm glad my voice didn't give out and hopefully my computer doesn't either um i will see you next week hopefully right yeah um till then though uh shill mode uh patreon.com slash isaiah news um any dollar donation is great appreciate it love it helps cause uh five dollars gets you into the tier situation where you get a discord access you get um a shout out um we do that on the podcast, say your name, all that kind of stuff. Um, let's see, gmail.com slash Isaiah News One if you want to reach me the other way. And then we got the socials, you can find those. I don't like going through all that rigmarole. Um, but yeah, you guys have a good one. You stay safe, you stay healthy. Um, and hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. Love ya. Bye bye. Mwah.